We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And this week's podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. March has arrived and we are the only weeks away from the big tournament. Yes, that tournament. Make sure to head to Bet Online and open an account today to get on under $100,000 bracket for the Madness Contest starting March 15th. That's right, I said $100,000 and March 15th. You don't need to be a hardcore sports better to get on the action, and with multiple entries available, it's the season's best chance to cash in. And remember, the NBA and XFL are still going strong, so whatever your passion is, BetOnline is a place to be for all your betting needs. So visit our exclusive partner, BetOnline, to take advantage of one of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% sign-up bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And now, back to the podcast. And we're back, folks. What is good? What is good? Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind Podcast. Xanifer, hello. hello. Hello, Jake. How are you doing today, my guy? How are you feeling? I'm good. How are you doing, sir? You know what? I got no complaints. Yeah, I feel like, you know, yeah. a lot of the time when we talk, it's actually on the podcast because we don't really have time in between anything else. So oh, yeah, yeah. In the office. It's hello. Like a, it's like the occasional, like, Jake, did you see this wild tweet? And you're like, yes. oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> and then it's uh, all right. And then we sometimes... And then it's like head back down, working, yep. working. Yep. We yeah. actually, if anyone uh-huh. is curious, anyone cares we actually sit right next to each other in yeah. the office and we we rarely talk about this far apart yep. actually <laughs> so either way i hope you guys all enjoy got some great stories as per usual for all of you and again thank you all very much uh, for all of you guys listening uh, either via audio or on youtube we did surpass 85k just last week we are Ooh. slowly creeping towards uh, a big goal for us and the team so thank you all for watching you ready to roll zane yeah you know what on that same note we're trying to hit that goal, though, that 100K, that really nice, you know, go. that shiny. So if you enjoy the podcast, by all means, it really does help us. It means a lot to us if you want to throw a subscription our way. Or leave a comment yeah. or, like, whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, right? let us know. And uh, besides that, though, yeah, let's I, kick it. Let's kick it. Let's kick hard. 
All right, Zan, you know, uh, we've added a few new shows, a few new series ideas coming soon as well, one of Absolutely. them being the Respawn Recap. Shout out to uh, Respawn. And that's going to be, a, yeah, huge shouts to Respawn, one of our first partners here and hopefully one of many to come in the future. Now, uh, with that, though, we actually started that series, and I've passed one. I'm going to be pushing something because, you know, why not just start making statements, Zan? Go for it. At one point or another, Go you kind of just got to say stuff. Yo, Frick hot takes. Let's just make statements a fact. Let's turn this into like a, I, I don't know why I wanted to reference Ninja there. Classic, uh-huh. you know, classic hot take Ninja now. Yo, that's a statement guy if I ever saw one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've been wanting to make this statement with you for some time yeah. and thought the podcast better than ever. I think the, Frick, I think FaZe Clan and Tifu. Mm. Maybe I think it's possible. I think I know what you're going right. to say. I think it's possible that FaZe Clan yeah. and Tifu put on a publicity stunt, and mm-hmm. it could be one of the biggest things we, we see unravel in 2020. Uh, that's all I'm going to say, and I'm curious what your open thoughts are on that. See, I'm kind of on board with the thought process, especially with the way they've been recently hanging out together quite a lot, being very openly happy to be hanging yeah. out too. And before you roll, I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying it's possibility. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is possible. I mean, heck, we just saw, like, what, maybe a couple months ago, uh, Tana Mojo and whichever one of the Paul brothers. Jake fake, Paul. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. If you, guys, <laughs> you guys don't know, uh, Zan doesn't really follow the that kind of YouTube side of things. Me either, but he can never tell the Paul brothers apart. See, the problem is I do follow that part of YouTube and, and I he still always, can't. He <laughs> always switches them up, no matter what the instance it's is. not possible. If Logan did it, it was Jake, according to Zan. But yes, uh, yes, yeah, that's yeah. a very good point to that bring up. That fake marriage, like, I, that's, that's what... I, I feel like influencers are getting to a point now where in the past they would just say some nonsense on Twitter. Now we're getting full legal documents made just yep. to like push That's an angle a, dude. and drive like engagement and impressions. This is why I bring the things up with you and I love your talking points because yeah. we we now know that was a publicity stunt. Yeah, they confirmed it. They yeah. went ahead and their first marriage will forever be to that other person, legal documents and everything, the time, the little bit of money invested here and there. Mm-hmm. And they knew. I think the impression numbers actually came out. There was some site that posted yeah. the impressions that whole thing got mm-hmm. worth millions of dollars for both parties. Oh, easily. I think they were selling tickets online to, like, watch the wedding, too, or some some nonsense like that. You know, you know how... Yeah. yeah, and yeah. so with that crossover into esports mm-hmm. and gaming, and certainly when it comes to Phase Clan, it's more of an entertainment side of things. Of course, yeah. It, it would not be far-fetched to think, especially we have three different instances of these guys at least hanging out, partying, spending time with each other. They're both allegedly those entities, Phase Clan and Tifu, suing each other for millions of dollars, but they can look past that and say, I want to party with you, I'm going to hang with you, like you're mm-hmm. my bro. Mm-hmm. It seems a bit odd, and especially when you tie it to the fact that they are smart people. Right, of course. They are also, they're in that that L.A. crowd, that very, very smart crowd of entertainment who knows what it's worth. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I hope that eventually we can break it down, like here's how much the lawsuit drop took. You know, you pay a lawyer this much, but the impressions. you got to imagine the eyeballs that turn towards Tifu oh, and FaZe. Whether good or bad, they know that all publicity, whether good or bad, is good publicity. So I don't know. I, I like I like thinking that it's a possibility. Yeah, it's it's definitely the the option is out there. Absolutely, and I, I, we may never know. Yeah, because I don't. I think I don't know how that would pan out legally to say, "Hey guys, yeah. this is a fake lawsuit. We just wanted you get you court guys to talk about it. Cool thing." So you but, don't think he'll rejoin? <clears throat> probably not. 
I don't think he'll rejoin, not officially anyway. I think what he might do is just hang out and make content together and have like some kind of mutually beneficial partnership. Like, oh, we got over it. Like three yeah. years from now, it'll be yeah. like, remember when they sued each other, but mm-hmm. now they're friends? Like, oh, oh. Ah. <laughs> but you and me. Yeah. <laughs> we, Every time I look at Banks, I'll be like, mm, you're that mm. fake lawsuit. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's all fun. You know, we, yeah. I don't really care that much. I yeah, just think I mean, it's wild to think that it could be on purpose. Yeah. If no harm, no foul. I mean, whatever. And if it pans out like we think it does, then it's just another smart move they've made yeah. and gotten away with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, speaking of smart in terms of esports and pros and players, let's talk about chess for a second. Chess. Interesting yeah. move. The, the, I've never seen you take this angle before. Uh-huh. Chess is a secret esports title now You're really in a really loving, weird way. You're really loving bringing up these random like semi-tied. Remember last week you mm-hmm. talked about freaking F1 e-racing? So yeah, you, yeah. you're you continuing your I streak. Find, I find esports in the broad array of industries. Broad's a good way to like, put it. Yeah. <laughs> broad is definitely, yeah, it's out there. Um, but anyway, so, you know, if you think of chess and competitive chess, you definitely think very quiet room, sense of whispering mm-hmm. commentary, like, mm-hmm. oh, look at that, that move of the queen. That's an immaculate move he just yeah. made. to E4. Maybe. Snaps. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. If there and, are crowds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if they don't allow people to watch. They just like... The parents, maybe. Room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so now chess, in trying to make their move into the 21st century and regain some popularity, they're taking the esports route. So chess.com, they've, they've got a partnership with Twitch right now, actually, to stream professional, uh, I think it's Pro League, chess, Pro Chess League, sorry, who is, you know, changing how chess works across the board. So an average chess game for, like, you know, standard traditional uh, competitive chess, could take like you know around five hours, right? Nobody wants to watch that. That's yeah, boring right. as heck. So you know, speed chess, speed chess, freaking a. <laughs> Some of these matches can take like two minutes tops. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, right. And I was I watched a couple, and it is insane. The commentators are it's exactly like esports. Oh, wait, they commentated they, too. Yeah, yeah. They've got shoutcasters, like Jesus. actual shoutcasters now. Like with they'll they'll throw down like lines and everything. They'll be like, oh that queen drop on a five. That's some wagyu beef right there. High quality moves from Mister. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's insane. This gives me anxiety just thinking about <laughs> commentating a two minute game of anything. Yeah, right, right. I mean, of course they also they also do some like more long term long form games as well. Yeah, but yeah. even then, those apparently don't the last. Queen drop. <laughs> <laughs> they don't last longer than like around thirty minutes. And it's all online. All online. Via like an online version of chess as well via chess.com. Jeez, it's it's wild to watch. Like they they got Toby eye tracker set up too for the pros. Shouts to Toby. Yeah, shout out to Toby. Um, they, so you can see the eyes darting around the board like all oh all over gosh. the place. It's actually low key kind of hype because they play like so fast. And you know these whiz kids are just like all. You guys can't see my eyes oh, yeah. prop, but all over the board. No, it's it's nuts. It's like insane. <laughs> Apparently, there's some respectable viewership too. I, I imagine there mm. will be for a little bit, if it, and if it can catch on, hey, yeah, if yeah. you are a chess player, you uh, probably want to watch. Yeah, why not, right? Just because, imagine being a chess player in like the early 2000s, and then waking up one day <laughs> and you have this all of a sudden. It's like, whoa, we're going. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Are there prize pools yet? Oh uh, yeah, there are. Um, unfortunately, it's not like you know. Obviously, there's not like a huge organizing body like Riot Games to like put money into a prize pool. Yeah. So most of the money comes from donations. But the uh, the chess league quoted that now streamers for chess on Twitch is such a huge industry that those people are making like around 100k a year. Jeez, mother. Yeah. So I mean, hey, I guess it's possible to sustain a lifestyle streaming 
chess. Gaming, no. and e- gaming and esports is making so many pathways viable that yeah, never, absolutely. never should have been viable. Mm-hmm. Like you think about the how far back chess stretches. Yeah, right. It's such a like. Is it b- beyond medieval game? Like it's, it's probably around there, right? And so you imagine yeah. the first people that ever played chess <laughs> trying to think about where it would be now. Yeah, yeah. One right. day I'll do this for a living, <laughs> and then now three hundred, <laughs> four hundred years later, people are actually doing that. Like it's just, no, yeah, and playing at like five times the speed they used to be. Dude, this world blows my mind. And sometimes. they're not playing like with their pinkies up and quietly about like it's yeah. all screaming and getting hype and it's got no jerseys. Long, oh my gosh. Yeah. Freaking wild it's times. Nuts. You keep on you better keep this streak alive. Next week I expect something even better. I'm running out of esoteric sports to come yeah. up with for esports. <laughs> esoteric, <my> guy. <laughs> huh? Google that one, folks. Uh so apparently speed chess, e chess is a thing. It's the future. <laughs> and we'll see how it keeps on going. All right, Zan, let's talk about drugs. Oh, let's do it. Did you ever as a kid have, uh, I don't know if any, if you guys, any Midwest kids probably going to know this one. Have you ever had a guy visit your old school? He was the... Like from Dare? <gasps> like, yeah, okay. today we're going to talk about <laughs> drugs and alcohol. Can I tell a really funny Dare story real I don't quick? know if you can. Yeah. No, it, it, it's like, it's, it's total, it's PG, no worries. Okay. It's just, I just find it hilarious how, first of all, it's been proven that dare does not work. Dare does the opposite. Yeah, it pushes people towards drugs. And as evidence, so the guy came to my school and gave the whole spiel, and like he was with us for like a week, and he wanted everybody in my grade level to write like an essay about well, this is why drugs are bad, right? And I was like, this is so dumb, and so I just didn't write the essay. But then teacher at the end of the week told us we'd actually graded on it, so I just went up with a blank piece of paper and just BSed it, and then. Next day, dude comes back and is like, all right, Zan, your essay was the best. We want you to get up on stage in front of the whole school and present it. And I was like, ah. Did you? Yeah. I mean, not like I knew what I was. So is this you just preaching that you're a freaking whiz kid or just? No, I'm I'm good at BSing essays. You know all about drugs, apparently. So good for our next topic. Fourth fourth grade Zan, very knowledgeable. (laughs) So we're going to find out if Pete Pete left this one in. We're talking Mm. about Adderall in esports. For anyone curious, COD fans, CSGO fans, you probably knew we were going there. Kind of just keeping it brief as well. I just want to have the question because there's going to be more videos about this. Mm. We talked about a couple weeks back, a a former Call of Duty pro known as Killa, and several other pros were mentioned in the Washington Post talking about Adderall being used in their eSport. It's been in Overwatch, CSGO, Call of Duty. I think a few others were also mentioned. So a lot of the top eSports. And so, Zan, my my just blanket question to you guys watching and listening and to also you, can we handle, like, drugs in eSports? Can we somehow monitor drugs in eSports, and how do we go about doing that? I mean, I think it's definitely possible. I mean, clearly, especially Adderall, Adderall, yeah, Ritalin, uh, those kind of things. Yeah, how do we right. go about that, that? The stuff that's detectable, I yep. would assume, right? I mean, maybe it's going to be hassle for everybody, but this has been a very open secret in the esports community for a very long time. A lot yep. of people have always known about it. it; hasn't been very publicly discussed, but everybody's always known that, like, oh yeah, the COD guys here, or whoever, like, oh the Overwatch guys are on this doing right now, right? Yep. And I feel like it's been ignored by the leagues in large part, just because. I mean, that's a whole other layer of checking and all this other nonsense. And I don't think the esports scene is strong enough right now yeah. to really support, like, I don't know, let's say, just to throw out a hypothetical, let's you, let's say you hear that one of the biggest teams in the league in, like, Optic or something is all on Adderall. Do you actually want to, like, tank your entire season of Call of Duty scores to, like, kick out Optic when we're still, like, trying to establish ourselves? Hypothetical, by the yeah, way. hypothetical. Fully hypothetical. Optic could be clean. Yeah. Just <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because they're a big name. Yeah. And, like, like if a lot of people are doing it, do you disqualify a team like that 
who is really and truly going to support the rest of the league. Yeah, do you take presence. out a phase? Do you take mm -hmm. out a liquid or TSM, yeah. whatever eSport it is? Mm -hmm. I think you bring to light some really great points, especially the fact that eSports, albeit we're developing, we're not mm -hmm. quite to the level of traditional sports in terms of having the right uh, facilitation of these kind of things. Right. It can be very strenuous, time-consuming, and expensive to try and do this at every single event, especially ga games like CSGO. You got an event every week. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think I think sporadic testing like ESL does is very nice, but they kind of stick to CSGO only. Mm -hmm. I, I eventually, one day, I would like that. But even if you do it, my second and last question to you is, how do you go about it, right? Let's say you have ADD or have ADHD. Right. Do you then allow those pros to take it because then it becomes a system of it's obviously here in America very mm -hmm. easy to get prescription drugs. Right, right. It's also very easy to get prescribed with ADD or, or to, to, to get diagnosed with ADD mm -hmm. or ADHD to get those medications. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a very complicated process of at what level do you yeah. do you say no one can use it? Of course. Do you say you have to be diagnosed? Obviously, that's probably the lean to, but mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it becomes it's still very easy, no matter who you are. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, would, I would like to look a little bit more into how traditional sports handles this. Because I imagine this has to come up at some point, right? Like, <coughs> I, I know it's a, it's a little different, obviously, playing basketball versus being in front of a computer screen having to focus on a very small, like, you know, area, yeah. right? But I feel like you can't mm, – they probably can't blanket ban – Probably not, because then if not. you if you actually do have it, you're gonna no, yeah. Is that like discrimination it's very at that yeah. point? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think what's what we're likely to see is for like the big franchise leagues, they'll check there because those are all events connected. Yeah, you know, and that's a very limited time. And they can factor that into overall budget and everything, and they'll probably come up with a very specific set of rules uh, to like maybe limit over like bad prescriptions or something if there is yeah. a way to do that, even. It's it's a rough call. It's a rough situation. I mean, the, the more I think about it, it's like I don't know if we're ever gonna, at least in the near future, get this. Mm -hmm. is, there's not really a solution at hand that no, anyone yeah. has presented. And, and, and the at that point, do you factor in nootropics too? Yep, I've heard comments about yeah. that, and other people mm -hmm. say well, caffeine's a drug. I think that that'll be one that slides. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. But then it's again like, how do you? Cl Some people don't classify uh, these meds as mm -hmm. PEDs, performance enhancing drugs. Right. So there's a lot of angles. Uh, I think uh, we probably can both agree that in the next, you know, in any, anywhere in the near future, it's not going to be, uh, there's not going to be a solution mm -hmm. um, given how volatile everything is, especially if you do take out top competitors. Yeah, there's not, definitely. There's definitely not an incentive to go hunting right now. Absolutely not, yeah. So we'll see if there ever is. And if there actually is a governing body who can try and address this, I think it'll take some time. Okay, Jake, I wanted to discuss a very small story <coughs> coming out of the Rainbow Six Siege scene this Ooh. week. You know, we don't touch on Rainbow Six a lot on the podcast, mm -mm. but, you know, it's mainly our other content creator, Nick's territory, but, you know, might as well dip our Let's toes in. Let's step all over that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it kind of, it's an, an interesting topic for other esports as well. Uh, so the, what is the official title? Uh, the game director for Rainbow Six, Leroy Athanasoff. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, my guy. Um, he... He had an interview earlier this week where he revealed that the team over at Ubisoft indeed wants Rainbow Six to go free to play at some point. Ah. Yeah, because they want it classic. to be accessible to more people. Yeah, right? makes sense. And he provided a reason why it hasn't so far that I haven't quite heard from a dev so like ever, mm -hmm. I don't think, where he's like, yeah, if we're free to play, how do we stop the Smurfs? That's our main concern right now. How do we, how do we prevent people from just making new accounts and just smurfing and ruining the yeah. game for everybody else? Interesting angle for sure. Mm -hmm. I would I would have thought cheaters would have been the first one. No, but yeah, Smurfs but is a new one. Cheater like cheaters were not even mentioned. He was straight up like, yeah, it's it's Smurfs. That's what's up. Like, uh, yeah, he said it's 
it's a, he said it's a company decision. I think on the development team, we want that at some point. We want the game to be accessible to everyone. But you need certain features to be, to be a good and successful free-to-play game. And that was the big one. And I think we see games like League of Legends and stuff do yeah. it and survive. League of Legends, I think, is their, their way around it is you have to level the account to even play. Right. And so, apparently you have to do the same thing in Six Siege right now. I wonder how long ranked. that t- takes for ranked. Yeah. Because for League, to me... Mm. Again, this could be it varies from person to person. For yeah. me, it took quite some time in League of Legends. Right. Obviously, yeah, for other people, it might not take some, but it does mm-hmm. take a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time when I was playing League, it took a while for I could even play like casual games. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, CS:GO also does the same thing now. CS:GO went free to play not too mm-hmm. long back, many a few months back, had terrible issues with cheaters now right. yeah. because CS:GO it does not take long to mm-hmm. reach that. You know, mm-hmm. you. Yeah, that minimum bar. I believe entry. it's a. F- I could, again, I could be stretching. Maybe it's worse now, but we have a lot of cheaters, so i got to right. assume it's not that hard. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. I've never heard the Smurf angle. Yeah, neither have I. I mean, I, could, I guess I can maybe understand why this is a little bit more of a concern for Siege than other games, because apparently they have this thing called a newcomer queue, which is reserved for players under level 50 that's made to just make it so they can get their feet wet, like get a real feel for the game before they start like actually playing with yeah. a broader player base. Yeah. And I suppose they're worried about people smurfing just to get into that queue specifically. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows? I mean, if, if anything else, I think they'll solve the issue. We'll probably see Rainbow Six Siege go free to play sooner I mean, rather than later. You gotta love, one, the transparency. That yeah. They're just open, like, hey, we mm-hmm. got a problem with Smurfs, we're probably gonna... But the fact that he's mentioning it, it has to be pretty hopeful. Yeah. You don't mention that kind of stuff and yeah. not be working on a solution, probably. You don't probably. drop, like, a kernel, like, hey, yeah, we're gonna make the game free. And the game's yeah. already, what, on Epic Games Store, like, eight bucks, something cheap? Yeah, it goes down real low, like, on Steam, on everything. Like, yeah. I think last time I saw it, it was, like, six bucks in, on sale. I mean, not uh, not including all the DLC nonsense, because then it gets real weird. But you know, I think it's only a matter of time till it's free. At this point, yeah. you know, the esports only going up, player mm-hmm. base only going up. What we've seen so far in the past six months is numbers only rising. Yeah, the game's doing big things, and it's probably only going to get bigger if it goes free to play. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. I think that's probably the next move for them, and mm-hmm. we'll see how they can actually deal with the Smurfs. Yeah, because other games have survived mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. succeeding very well so i think they probably see league of legends they probably see csgo those numbers in those games are still only growing right even with the smurf and cheating issues mm-hmm. yeah people complain but they still play yep yeah call of duty yeah <laughs> <laughs> which will never go free yeah <laughs> we yeah. know that well, you say that in an activision me- meeting i'm pretty sure they shoot you on site <laughs> they, they you your chair they press the button uh-huh Drops down to the floor. <laughs> R6, we're, we're calling it mm-hmm. sometime in the future. Yo, maybe. I'm calling this it right year? now. This year? End of next year. I would, I'm would. i totally with you. For yeah. free? Yeah, for free. It's coming soon. Yeah. Smurfers, get the frick out. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> and our conjoined topic is going to be talking about leaks that are now a week old. As you guys watching this podcast is pre-recorded, by the way. We're talking about Project A. Valorant, mm. any other names it possibly could be. And I think this is definitely going to be a talking point for quite some time in the future for us. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> this could be a big thing for our channel, esports in general. So, yes, mm. we're going to hype it up, but we're also going to be honest with you guys about that hype sometimes being too strong. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen it. We now have our first hero leak. Yeah, theoretically. Who the knows Sentinel if it's Sage. real? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not taking too much away from it, but mm. it's a talking point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have you had a chance to look at her abilities? I have, and I mean, they're interesting. It's Very boilerplate, like stuff we've already seen in other hero yeah. shooters. I yeah. Literally, I, I don't understand too much of the backlash, although I'm a mm. part of it because I, d- 
I just yeah, hate that. I, yeah, so you make the, the spicy sweet. I'm yeah, combating yeah, yeah. the hype, bro. Like, it's just, I'm being honest, right? Uh-huh. I am excited for the game. I right. want it to succeed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's be, let's be. Yeah, I feel like people aren't being realistic about what the game is going to be because it's, Riot has already said it's going to be like a team based kind of like hero class based shooter. Like a 5v5 competitive FPS. Yeah, right. And regardless of problems with Overwatch or whatever else, you can under. A lot of people, I think, can agree that their, their basic formula of abilities and the way the characters work and their synergy, synergy together is pretty strong. Yeah. And I see no issue with Riot Games taking aspects of that for what is their first FPS game ever. I mean, at this point in time, there are so many heroes, champions, gods, abilities in esports. Yeah. You're not going to get anything like, whoa, I've never <laughs> seen that before. So, mm-hmm. and it, I don't know. This is also weird to me because it's also, I believe, the first person to share this kind of stuff was an Overwatch pro. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to believe it for now. You have a, a wall that we saw in the original gameplay, just right. uh, let's say QWER. So Q is a wall. We have an AOE slow. Mm-hmm. We have a heal and a resurrect. Th- mm-hmm. There's not, like, I don't know what else we can really talk about besides the resurrect because there's yeah. uh, our I team. I know there's was, controversy about whether or not the resurrect is a good move or not. We just yeah. don't know. Like, we don't yeah. know until, like, we Keep, can. I don't, I don't like the new hype cycle for games because it, it wasn't like this like five years ago. It was more like, oh, dope, game's coming out. Let's wait and see what it's like. And now people are like getting rabid, foaming at the mouth, like, oh, I saw this in a leak. This game is going to suck or this, <laughs> this is going to be the best game ever. I think it shows this yeah. that there is still starvation for a killer game out there. Yeah, absolutely. Which, I mean, is what gives this so much promise. Mm-hmm. Quick thoughts on the resurrection. I think our t- we went back and forth with a bunch of people in our team about mm. this. I don't know if there's a resurrection that's like an on-site, just a traditional resurrection besides like an Overwatch. There yeah. are resurrects in like uh, in beacons and, and revives in like Fortnite. Yeah, uh, Apex. Apex, uh, COD. There at yeah, one point there was modes. heals. Yeah. COD Blackout had it. I don't know. It's so hard to compare because there are now so many different games with different aspects of resurrection. Yeah, and I feel like it's almost too early to even bother like doing that. Like, we haven't that. seen it in the game, so yeah, it's like we don't, we don't know, know if it's egregious or not. works yet. I feel like whether or not resurrection is fine in a, in a game depends on Really how, depends. Yeah, on the, it's very subjective. So yeah. we could we could <laughs> judge it. We could hype it. Mm-hmm. Either way, I think um, I haven't seen anything that's like blows my mind yet. Yeah, which, absolutely not. But by the time this does go live, we do expect beta announcements to be out. Yeah, beta announcements or something. I believe we're getting more information. Keep in mind, we're behind. Yeah. Um, But once those go live, next podcast, we'll probably probably talk about the beta. And uh, hopefully we can play it as well. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to get access one way or another. And then Um, once we have that, mm -hmm. that's where I think some actual thoughts come into play. Yeah, I think we'll see some gameplay footage is what I'm hoping for. Yep. Because obviously the game is playable. People have played it. I would hope Riot, at least at this stage, has a gameplay trailer to show people. Better than the one we saw last year. Yeah, I I wouldn't even say that's a trailer. That doesn't count. That was like nothing. That That was was about 30 30 seconds in total of that video was gameplay. Yeah. And it was not. Yeah, it was like... So... You know what? I, I can say this definitively about Valorant or Project A right now. Yeah, that's a video game. That is indeed a video game they're making. That is a video <laughs> game in the making is yeah. a really good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just too early to sell. I, I love how all the Twitter accounts are popping up now. They're like, hey, Project Valorant Hub, come here for all your Valorant n- news. The same thing happened for Apex, though. Uh, yeah, so. but no, I can't wait for Riot to be like head fake and be like, it's not even called Valorant, guys. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Come back next week, guys. We'll talk more about Valorant Project A, whatever it is called. Mm-hmm. We are we're excited. We'll mm-hmm. see how it works out. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, what an episode. Oh, that, that was indeed an episode of the Esports Talk podcast, we, wasn't it? We ran through that sucker, Zan. <laughs> yeah. Give him the exit spiel. Yo, once again, uh, if you'd like to listen to us, the Esports Rewind podcast, you know, from Esports Talk on the go on your favorite mobile device of choice, you can find us as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. That is P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're everywhere you need us to be. So, you know, slide through and download an episode. Give it a, a, give it a try. And for all you audio listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in. We are at Esports Talk on YouTube. If you'd like to catch some daily esports news content, we put out tons of videos. We keep you guys in the loop on every single story that we can, uh, all throughout the week, really, seven days a week. It's insane. Uh, you know, for those of you still listening, we appreciate you. Thank you. If you want to reach out, send us a story, please do so on Twitter at talk underscore esports. We're on Instagram as well at esports underscore talk. Drop a comment on this video, like, Subscribe if you'd like to be kept in the loop on when we're uploading. Ring the bell in particular. And, you know, Jake, do you have anything you'd like to we say? We need to, to the change people? your outro from now on. We, we got to consolidate that. We gotta it's think, a lot of stuff you gotta to go through. You got to spice it up, bro. Spice you gotta bring something spicy next time. And I'm supposed to like burst through the table and be like, ah, what's up? <laughs> like <folks>? the video. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I don't really have anything. You know, no. we we keep on saying it every week. We're yeah. we're getting closer to some big announcements, yeah. but just stay tuned, y'all. All right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff in the works. A lot of just you know, mostly paperwork at this point. Yeah, we're just waiting to go through. Lots of paperwork. As soon as it is, I mean, done on our end. We just gotta wait for a couple. Couple, you know, lines. You said too much, son. You said too much. Uh Have I? Until until next. Drop an extra kernel here or there. (laughs) Until until (laughs) next time, we hope you guys all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast. Same day, same time, Mm -hmm. every single week. Until next time, take care of yourselves, gamers. (laughs) Ta-ta.